0: good morning morning. very warm welcome to our service of worship and as we gather to worship God may you know God's loving presence with you be exalted O God above the heavens let your glory be over all the earth I will praise you Lord among the nations I will sing of you among the peoples for great is your love reaching to the heavens your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. So let us worship God, and we stand to. Uh, you're welcome to stand as we sing together. Glory be to God the Father. and everlasting God you are the creator of the universe and the Lord of time your glory is displayed in the heavens and in the earth your ways are always good always true and always loving as we your children through faith in our Lord Jesus come before you this day may we grasp something of the wonder and the privilege of knowing you And may we grow ever closer to you and to one another through your love, which is beyond all other loves. As we bring you our worship and praise, help us to be transformed in your loving presence. Forgive us for all our words and actions and thoughts that have not been pleasing in your sight. Cleanse us and renew a right spirit in us by your Holy Spirit and strengthen us to live for your glory always. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray saying, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen all right well i wonder wonder what we've got today to help us in our bible story. I uh, couldn't fit it in the Bible today. It's a bit bigger. Um, let's have a look and see what we've got. Right, well, does anyone know what this is? Well, I, it's actually a tapestry um, and a tapestry is like a picture, but it's not made with um, pencils or paints. It's made with wool, and the thing about the tapestry is, um, you have to see it from the right point of view. You have to see it from the front, because if you see it from the back, it doesn't really make much sense. It's, it's all jumble of uh, woolen threads. And um, I, I wonder if anyone can guess what this is, but um, you'd be doing very well, I think, to, to guess what this is. So you have to really turn it over and actually look and see What the picture is and it's a picture of a steam train Um, and of course you couldn't work really work that out especially those uh, further back you probably couldn't work that out very easily from looking at the other side which just really doesn't make sense but that one does so well today we're going to be thinking about not not trains um, uh, but uh, We're continuing the story today of Daniel and um, Daniel and King Nebuchadnezzar. Because in the story um, this week, we have King Nebuchadnezzar having a dream, but he didn't know what it meant. It didn't make sense to him. It was a bit like looking at the back of a tapestry. You can't really work it out. You might have a sort of general impression of the colors and things but he couldn't work out what it meant. It didn't make sense to him. And so he asked his royal advisors to tell him what the dream meant. But the problem was he he didn't just do that. He didn't just say, tell me what my dream meant. He said, tell me what my dream is. He wouldn't tell them. He uh, was asking something that was really humanly impossible. However, Daniel knew that uh, nothing is impossible for God. And so um, Daniel asked his friends uh, and they all prayed to God and asked God to help them know not only what the dream meant, but actually what the dream was. And that night, God told Daniel what the dream was and what the interpretation of the dream meant. And so when he um, went to speak to the king, he was able to tell him what his dream was and what it meant and the king was absolutely amazed. Daniel had told him what God had shown him and what it meant and that's a, a reminder for us that God knows everything and so we can ask him to help us um, with the things we find difficult or the things we find puzzling um, maybe when it looks like the back of a tapestry it doesn't make sense to us But to God, he can see the other side and he is able to help us. He promises to help us because he knows us and he loves us very much. And uh, God just loves for us to come and ask him for what we need each day. So let's pray about that. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you that we can come to you in prayer and ask for your help, especially for the things we find difficult or puzzling thank you that you are pleased to help us and to give us what we need because you love us so much in jesus name we pray amen well you're um, welcome to stand in a moment as we um, sing our next hymn which is our god is a great big god and um, this one we uh, have some actions and uh, perhaps i could have the slide up um, for just to remind those of you who might not have seen it, but uh, if we could go on to the next slide. Um, so our God is a great big God, our God is a great big God, our God is a great big God, and he holds us in his hands. And then on to the next, we we'll repeat that, and uh, if you could go on, yes. So he's higher than a skyscraper, he's deeper than a submarine, that's a submariner going down, He's wider than the universe and beyond our wildest dreams. And he's known me and he's loved me since before the world began. How wonderful to be a part of God's amazing plan. And we just clap there and it repeats. So I'll let the the slides go back to where they were. So, um, okay, so invite you to to stand and if you'd like to take part in the actions let's worship god with this song our
1: god is a great big god our god is a great big god our god is a great big god and he holds us in his hands our god is a great big god our God is a great big God, our God is a great big God, and He holds us in His hands. He's higher than the skyscraper, He's deeper than submarine. suffering, He's wider than the universe and beyond my body's dreams, and He's known me and He's loved me since we the. God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, and He holds us in His hands. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God, and He holds us in His hands. He's higher than a skyscraper. He's deeper than a submarine. Than the universe, and they are my wildest dreams. And He's known me, and He's loved me since before the world began. How wonderful to be a part of God's amazing plan. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God and he holds us in his hands. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God and he holds us in his hands. And he holds us in his hands. And he holds us in his hands. And he holds us in his hands.
2: Our reading this morning is from the Old Testament, from Daniel chapter 2, and there are uh, four different sections. We're starting at the first verse and reading verses 1 to 6. In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled and he couldn't sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, the enchanters, the sorcerers and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had a dream that troubles me and I want to know what it means. Then the astrologers answered the king, may the king live forever. Tell your servants the dream and we will interpret it. The king replied to the astrologers, This is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me what my dream was and interpret it, I will have you cut into pieces and your houses turned into piles of rubble. But if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dream and interpret it for me. And at verse 10, the astrologers answered the king, there is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. What the king asks is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods, and they do not live among humans. This made the king so angry and furious that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. So the c- decree was issued to put the wise men to death, and men were sent to look for Daniel and his friends to put them to death. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to, put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, "Why did you? Why did the king issue such a harsh decree?" Arioch then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went in to the king and asked for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Then Daniel returned to his house and explained the matter to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. He urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. And down to verse 24. Then Daniel went to Ariok, whom the king had appointed, to execute the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, Do not execute the wise men of Babylon. Take me to the king, and I will interpret his dream for him. Ariok too, Arioch took Daniel to the king at once and said, I have found a man among the exiles from Judah who can tell the king what his dream means the king asked Daniel also called Belteshazzar are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it Daniel replied no wise man enchanter magician or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about but there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in days to come. Your dream and the visions that passed through your mind as you were lying in bed are these. As your your majesty was lying there, your mind turned to things to come and the revealer of mysteries showed you what is going to happen as for me this mystery has been revealed to me not because i have great wisdom greater wisdom than anyone else alive but so that your majesty may know the interpretation and that you may understand what went through your your mind and now to verse 46 Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that an offering and incense be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all its wise men. Moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego chief ministers over the province of Babylon, while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. Amen. We're going to praise God now in singing our next hymn, Crown Him with Many Crowns. It's Mission Praise 109.
0: Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you for your word and we thank you that every part of it has something to teach us and to instruct us. And Lord, we we ask that today that you would uh, help us to um, to know what you have for us, that you would uh, open the eyes of our hearts and minds to um, all the treasures of your word for us today. And we pray that by your spirit, you would uh, renew us and strengthen us in our faith in you, that we may go strengthened and share that faith with others. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, life can be quite a puzzle for us. It can be like looking at the back of a tapestry when we see all the threads hanging out all over the place. We might be able to make out some of the shapes and patterns but there are still many things that we don't see clearly no matter how hard we look. Today in our reading in Daniel chapter 2 in verse 29 we're introduced to one of the many names or descriptions of God in the Bible. And in this verse, Daniel describes God as the revealer of mysteries, and while this attribute of God is perhaps not of the one, ones we might think of most often, we might think more readily of God is love or God is good or God is great. But knowing that God is also the revealer of mysteries is something that does have relevance for our lives today, because life can be a bit of a mystery for us there are times in our lives when we struggle to make sense of the things that happen to us or the things that happen in our world and what we need is guidance and uh, to know how to deal with what's happening to know what's best to prepare for what's ahead knowing that god is the revealer of mysteries is then something that can really help us because It reminds us that we can seek God and ask him to shed his light on our situation, to give us the direction and the guidance that we need. The thing is, we need God to help us to make sense of our world, and we need the truth of God's word to help us to interpret the times that we live in because God's truth gives us the right perspective, direction, and the peace that we need. What we find in this part of the story of Daniel is a perfect example of this, that Daniel, now working as a royal advisor, is confronted with a big problem. The king has had a dream he once interpreted, but he won't tell anyone else what the dream is. He expects his advisors to be able to tell him, or else. Well, behind this rather harsh request is a man who's troubled in his mind. The king has become greatly upset by his dream. He's disturbed, and he wants answers. And something about this dream has so troubled him that he wants to make sure that he gets the right advice, And so he sets an extremely high bar for his advisors. Not only does he want them to um, interpret the dream, but he wants them to tell uh, the dream as well. He doesn't want to be misled by the magicians and enchanters and sorcerers and astrologers. An indication is that he doesn't quite trust them at times. Daniel, when he hears of this dangerous decree, immediately confronts the problem by seeking the king and asking for time. And then he speaks to his friends and implores them to pray earnestly to God that God might reveal what it's all about. And we find that that very night, God does reveal to Daniel um, both the king's dream and the interpretation of the dream. And before going to see the king, he praises God with these words. Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. When Daniel is then brought to see the king, he tells him that it's not due to his wisdom or skill or insight that he has an answer to give, but rather because there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, is what he says. And he also tells the king that it's actually God who's given him this dream, and there's a purpose in his dream that he's going to reveal what's going to happen in the future. So Daniel then reveals the dream and gives the interpretation. Uh, We didn't read the passage, but in a nutshell, uh, the king in his dream has seen a large statue made of different materials, the head of gold, the chest and arms of silver, um, the middle parts and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, and then its feet of iron and part baked clay. And then after this, a rock strikes the statue and it crumbles and it's swept away in the wind. However the rock becomes a huge mountain and fills the whole earth. The interpretation of the dream given to Daniel by God is that the statue represents different kingdoms. Nebuchadnezzar's is the greatest of these and is represented by the gold head and the following sections represent a sub subsequent kingdoms each progressively inferior to the one before but there will come afterwards another kingdom set up by God that will never be destroyed and will endure forever and King Nebuchadnezzar is left in awe by what Daniel tells him and so he promotes Daniel to a high position and lavishes him with many gifts but because Daniel has a, has acknowledged that this is from God, the king also praises Daniel's God, the Lord God, with these words, surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of lords and a revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal this mystery. The king was impressed not only by having the mystery of his dream interpreted, it would have been Uh, more impressive that Daniel had been able to tell him what his dream was. And that's a reminder to us that God has solutions for even the most difficult of problems. Perhaps this shouldn't surprise us. After all, God is our creator who has made our universe in all its intricate detail and complexity. And he has creative solutions he wants to share with us. Which will not only help us but have the potential to help other people as well. The Bible also encourages us that we're invited to ask God for wisdom. For example in Proverbs 2 verse 6 it says for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And In the New Testament in James chapter 1 verse 5 we're encouraged that if any of you lacks wisdom you should ask God who gives generously without to all without finding fault and it will be given to you and not only that through our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ we are given the gift of God's Holy Spirit and in John chapter 16 verse 13 Jesus said but when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth So not only does God, the revealer of mysteries, encourage us to seek wisdom from him and his word, he he has also given us his spirit to uh, to help us and lead us into all truth. Now, it doesn't mean that we'll know everything, but it is a promise that we will receive enough light to walk forward in faith. As the psalmist declares, In Psalm 119 verse 105, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. God promises to give us the enough light that we take that step of faith when things maybe aren't clear, that we can keep walking forward a step at a time. Sometimes he sheds more light, but uh, often it's that step that we need to keep walking with him in faith. like to share an interesting story about a man who asked God for wisdom to solve some difficult problems. And this is the story of George Washington Carver. Now, this is a story, I should add, that uh, um, Rosie had shared a few weeks ago in the Tuesday service. So if it sounds familiar to some of you, that's where you heard it first. George Washington Carver was born in slavery in a place called Diamonds, Missouri, around 1864. Um, As a young boy, hardly 10 years old, um, George met uh, a white boy who told him about Sunday school and prayer. The moment the boy left, George knelt down and prayed, but because of the color of his skin in that place at that time, he was unable to go to church, Sunday school or school of any kind. However, through his faith and relationship with God, he came to know God and his wisdom and the secrets that God revealed to him. And with God's guidance, George became a famous scientist, botanist, and inventor. From his work, Carver developed about 300 products, all made from peanuts. And these included flour, paste, paper wallboard, wood stains, soap, shaving cream, and skin lotion, among other things and Carver is also credited with helping to save the agricultural economy in the rural American South. That's because cotton was the primary crop in the South in the early 1900s but cotton depleted the soil. Carver knew that peanuts replenished the soil and he tried to convince um, those around him to plant, harvest, a harvest of peanuts in between the cotton yields so that the cotton harvest would then be more bountiful. The only problem was that peanuts weren't profitable as a crop. So George rose early in the morning as he usually did and went to, to the woods nearby to speak to God in prayer and he asked God to show him why he made the peanut. He knew the solution for the soil health was in the peanuts, but he needed to know why it was valuable as well, so his crop rotation idea could be implemented. And in prayer, he, he heard God tell him that to separate the peanut into waters, fats, oils, gums, and resins, sugars, starches, uh, and, and these sorts of things, and, and then recombine them uh, under laws of compatibility, temperature, and pressure. The Lord said, then you will know why I made the peanut. And within 10 days, George had discovered more than 300 uses for the peanut. One trip to that special place of prayer in the woods to talk with God, not only enhanced the race relations at the time, but also fundamentally changed the agriculture industry in that part of America. It was an amazing how George would be given answers to apparently ins- insoluble problems. He relied completely on God's wisdom for all things, not himself. And George said, the Lord always provides me with life-changing ideas. Not that I'm special, the Lord provides everyone with life-changing ideas. These ideas are quite literally a treasure from the Almighty. It is up to each of us, however, to choose and dig for the treasure. And that's, he's basically saying that uh, we need to seek God. We need to to, uh, seek God in prayer for his wisdom, for the things uh, that are confronting us and in our world. And so God shared the mysteries of the peanut with George Washington Carver. And that was to help a great, number of people in many different ways and over the years there are countless others who have sought god's help and wisdom and seen how the revealer of mysteries enabled them to do what um what uh, they wouldn't have thought of perhaps by they wouldn't have thought of by themselves in a particular situation and maybe you've got some stories for yourself i know i know i've had situations where i find things very difficult or and I've asked God and he's given me uh, a solution for something. Well as we, we think about the story of Daniel or, uh, and of George Washington Carver and of others, it's important that we, um, we don't underestimate the impact that we can have seeking God's wisdom in our own situation and for others. The immediate result of Daniel seeking and receiving wisdom and revelation from God, as well as putting the king's mind at rest, was that many people's lives were saved. And Daniel's godly influence within this largely pagan kingdom was to go on for many, many years to come. In our world today, people are facing problems wherever we look. And there are many big issues facing us globally. But before we think it's all too big for us, let's remember that we have a God who specializes in bringing solutions the solutions of heaven to the problems of earth. Of course, most fully in the coming of his son, Jesus, who is God's wisdom personified because he has called us, his followers, to also be channels of his heavenly wisdom for the needs of our earth. The story of Daniel also reminds us that whatever we see in our world today, God's kingdom will prevail. In the dream God gave to Nebuchadnezzar, while all the other kingdoms of the earth eventually crumbled, God's kingdom, which grew to fill the whole earth, would never be destroyed. For God's kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And in this kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is our king forever, we are told, uh, as we read in Luke's gospel, chapter 1, verse 33, when the angel Gabriel told, spoke to, to Mary, he said, The Lord God will give him, that is Jesus, the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. So whatever problems or puzzles confront us and in our world, let's come to our eternally loving God, the revealer of mysteries, and receive his light and his wisdom that we may see his kingdom come on earth as in heaven amen let's pray gracious God the revealer of mysteries we thank you for the stories of faith that remind us of your awesome power and your gracious provision for our needs and your wisdom which you give to us in this time when we are so conscious of many needs around us and in our world, we ask for your wisdom to help us to bring your light and truth in our own lives and the lives of those around us. We pray for those who govern us that they may know the wisdom of heaven and so find solutions to the many challenges of this time We pray, too, for your inspiration for scientists and engineers in seeking solutions to combat the causes and effects of climate change. Help us all to be conscious of our responsibilities to care for each other and for the world you have given us, with all the many plants and animals. In the changing of the season, we thank you that you are faithful to us in your love and that whatever stage or season of life we are in you offer us your presence to be with us always through faith in Christ our Lord merciful and compassionate father we remember now those known to us in need For those who are grieving we ask for your comfort for those who are sick or in pain we ask for your healing grant them and us your peace that passes understanding through christ our lord eternal god we thank you for the hope that we have in christ that never fades and we thank you for those who have lived and died in the faith, including those dear to us, who have gone ahead to that heavenly home with you. Lead us in your ways always, we pray, until we are joined together with all your saints and with your holy angels in the everlasting joy and glory of your eternal kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord who is forever to be praised. Amen. We come now to our closing hymn of praise. Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. Mission Praise number 449. And you're welcome to stand as we sing together, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. be of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the holy spirit and the blessing of god almighty the father the son and the holy spirit be with you this day and remain with you always amen